You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. Hello again, everyone. This is, once again, Win-Win and Entrepreneurial Community. I am, as always, Ben Wolf. Um, we are going to learn from our guest today, who is an integrator, which, uh, for those of you out there not familiar with the term, is also often called a Chief Operating Officer at BCR Wealth Strategies, and she is the founder of Female Integrator Mastermind, FIM. Uh, that group, and uh, we're going to hear from her today on what an integrator is, how he or she interacts differently than a uh, visionary, what those terms mean, and what an integrator really does for business. So we can really focus on what that is and, and what that role or, 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 or activity is really for a business. Um, so with that, uh, just sharing again general information about the show, win-win uh, and entrepreneurial community. The goal is always to share information that people out there in the entrepreneurial community can use immediately. Uh, that defines really who we have on as guests, what we talk about, as something that people can hopefully benefit from right away. Uh, so I encourage you to uh, subscribe, uh, leave a review to make the uh, content here available more in the future for yourself, for others. You can get the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, um, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, or on the web at uh, at uh, www.cast.rocks. And uh, hopefully that'll make uh, this, you know make it easier for you to access the show in the future. And uh, again, leaving a review if you're on a platform where that's allowed or possible is uh, also a good way to make it more available to others. Uh, so with that, we'll get into the introduction to our guest today, who, like I said, is an integrator uh, and chief compliance officer. And again, integrator, we can compare to the term of a chief operating officer at BCR Wealth Strategies in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, not too far from my hometown of Nashville. And uh, she is the founder and visigrator, a term that we can explain later <laughs> on, of Female Integrator Mastermind, FIM. That group uh, last month, uh, she held their inaugural FIM uh, Women's Summit. Uh, you can learn more about FIM, Female Integrator Mastermind, at integratormastermind.com. It's integrator with an T O R, integratormastermind.com. Uh, and you can learn about more about her company where she's integrator at uh, BCR Wealth Strategies at bcrwealth.com. Uh, and with that, I give you uh, Christy Clayton. Welcome to the show, Christy. Thank you, Ben. I, I'm looking forward to speaking with you today. Yes, and I am looking forward to speaking with you as well, too. I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed following you. I think anybody will enjoy following Christy uh, on uh, on LinkedIn and all, all the stuff she's uh, she's sharing and, and uh, just really great person. Other podcasts that she's been on and and just a uh, great person to follow on LinkedIn if you uh if you want to look her up. And uh, so, yes, I guess I was hoping for our conversation today, if you can maybe give us just a quick two-minute history um, on how you discovered EOS. So, again, this is going to be a kind of an EOS-centric conversation, hopefully, because um, as people who've been listening to the show may know, um, I myself am an EOS implementer. I help companies implement the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS, uh, which is a real simple set of tools that help uh, that, that can help uh, entrepreneurial companies of any industry, generally between 10 and 250 people, um, 
really get clarity on where they want to go, how they want to get there, and uh, you know, get very practical tools for how to execute on that vision and just make the most of their processes, their people, and really get what they want out of their business. So that's EOS. That's what it is in general. Um, and uh, since you're an integrator on the EOS system, we can learn more about what that means. Um, and uh, But just a little more context for yourself. If you could just maybe give everybody a quick two-minute history on like how you discovered EOS, you know, you know, after you got to BCR Wealth Strategies, how you found out your true calling was as an integrator. I mean, just, you know, give us a quick two, you know, two minute history, maybe on a little context for where you are now. Sure. So, um, well, I was really lucky that I was looking for a new role when I when I came across BCR Well Strategies, and they were they were looking for an operations manager at the time, and I definitely had the skill set for that. So I went through the entire interviewing process. Unknown to me, I was taking assessments and and different things for the integrator role because they knew that they wanted the operations manager to develop into the integrator at some point. So as part of your and as so, part of like your hiring process, they asked you to do like an integrator assessment. Yeah, okay. integrator assessments and just just uh, some standard predictive index McQuaig type of personality assessments just to see who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, during that process, uh, you know, I was I was very lucky that I definitely test very high as an integrator. And they we after the hiring process was completed and I was brought on board, um, but the visionary uh, Marshall he emailed me and said, "Hey, I really want you to read this book um, that explains to you how our system um, how we operate as as a system and so um, he sent me traction mm -hmm. and rocket fuel and um, and get a grip and I will never forget sitting on the couch one Saturday afternoon and I couldn't put traction down I was just really into the book and reading about the system mm -hmm. and and to be honest with you almost thinking this sounds too good to be true like all of these things make sense they're so simple and yet if this really works the way that they say it works, this is this is amazing. Um, and I'll never forget getting to the part where it talks about an integrator mm -hmm. and tears were just streaming down my face. And my husband looks over at me just in sheer terror and he's like, oh my gosh, this company's making you cry and you haven't even started <laughs> well, yet. Like, what is going on? Well, it's like a very atypical reaction to like a business <laughs> book, right? <laughs> yeah, very, very true. You know, and I just, I remember sitting there reading that book and, and reading about an integrator and just thinking, oh my gosh, somebody gets me. Wow. Like, this is who I am as a person. It's just very natural, you know, who I am. And, and, and I'm not some kind of weirdo that people have made me out to be because somebody wrote a book about it, which means that there are other people out there like me. And so I was just really excited to not only really learn who I was as a person, like finally have a label and like a description of what that that particular role is but also to realize wait a minute there are other people out there in the world that really do think the way I do right. we have the same concerns in business that I do so it really kind of brought me full circle to finally realizing that there was a perfect role out there for me there's a, there's a lot there in what you just said I guess two 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 questions that come to mind for sure for what you're saying now which is one is just to get really basic here of, you know, for people that are not already familiar, what is an integrator? Like you using that word, you know, you and I are using that term a lot now. What, what, what is an integrator? What does that mean? Yeah. So, you know, an integrator is someone that is 
is really is taking the vision um, of what, you know, the visionary wants to happen in their company or the ideas and the thoughts that they have. And it's filtering through those and making them happen. So you're pulling the team together and making sure that we have the resources we need, that we have the capacity we need to be able to complete projects and, um, and moving in a direction that the company is ready to go in. So, you know, really working very closely with the visionary to make sure that um, the, the vision is clear, um, mm-hmm. that it has been really um, focused and clear to the team as to, you know, what we're, where we're driving forward and how we're, how we're going to get there and then kind of corralling the team and, and making those things happen. So for me, it's the perfect role because if, if you kind of just box me into one little seat, I get bored really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I'm able to work with a visionary, you know, and have crystal clear vision as to what that expectation is kind of filtering through all the things that we want to do as a company and then being able to you know work with the operations team to make that happen working with the client experience team working with finance working with everyone to make sure that we have the resources and the capacity to make it happen Um, and sometimes that means saying no we can't do that right now Mm -hmm. we'll put it on the issues list and we'll make it happen in the future but right now we're at we're at max capacity so it's really being able to have your hands in everything and filtering through um, all of the the things um, you know, all the ideas, all the visions, all of the um, the things that go on in a business every day. Right. So, it's, so it's really the cross-functional leader that's able to, you know, get everybody be, you know, beat, you know, beat the drum and get everybody moving in the in the same direction, in the right direction. And like you said, also as a filter for the visionary. Now, again, you use that term visionary. What, what what's a visionary? Yeah. So I guess probably the most common external term is you know. CEO or, you know, something of, of that nature where, you know, they kind of see the direction that the company is going to going to move in and, you know, making it happen. It's kind of the integrator's role is making it happen. Right. So it's executing. And, and mm-hmm. one other thing that really struck me from what you said before was that when you, you know, when you when you saw this description of an integrator and that there's other people, you know, that it's a real thing and it's an identifiable, like nameable idea you you also one of the things that you said was that you're not this like weird person that you people might have thought you were before <laughs> what did you mean by that yeah so i you know in my previous roles it's very clear when you look at my my previous positions that i've been in um i've always been an integrator in fact when i take the the rocket fuel assessment for the integrator role i score very very high Mm -hmm. and so it's something that you know has just been instilled in me um and just just very very natural but the things that i worry about and the concerns that i have are are not you can't really just put them in one box like a chief operating officer and, and I always had concerns more than just one particular role um, would have. You know, I was always kind of seeing different things. And, you know, do we really have more than just, you know, the, the finances? Do we have the team? Do we have the capacity? Do we have, you know, the, all of the resources that we need to be able to do something? And, you know, previously everyone would just say, well, we just need you to worry about this one thing. Mm-hmm. Just worry about this and getting this done. And I'm like, yeah, but this one really kind of, it expands beyond that to so many other things that I can work on this one thing, but if these other things are not solved, it's not going to work. Right. And, and so it was always just, you know, kind of, kind of a struggle for a little while of because my previous two roles, we really didn't have a, 
EOS, we didn't have, um, we didn't use that system and we didn't have clearly defined roles of, hey, this is the visionary, this is the integrator, and, and these are the rest of the team members. We were always kind of stepping on top of each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I love to say the visionary integrator role is very much so like a, a dance. It can either be really fantastic and you're communicating and you're you're working together to make things happen and you're just similar to a dance you're like gliding across the dance floor and you know people are, are really excited to watch it happen and want to be part of it or it can be extremely painful because you're just always stepping on each other's toes and you're crossing over each other um, and in and, and ways that you really probably don't want to be or shouldn't be. And so it can go one of, of two directions. And for me, it was just it, in the previous roles, it was a little more painful because we didn't have those clearly defined mm -hmm. roles and we didn't have EOS to give us the vision and the direction of the way that we wanted to go. All right. So, so when you, so when you do have a, a good visionary integrator combination, what does that, like, what does that look like? I mean, and, yeah. Like, like, what does that look like in the business? What, what does that do? What, I guess it's the rocket fuel concept, right? What, what does that, what does that do? What does that look yeah, like? Yeah. So for me, when, when, when Marshall and I are working together, so it's your visionary it, at, at BCR. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That is my visionary at BCR. Um, he and I have, have a great relationship where, you know, we're able to sit down and he's able to share, Hey, you know, here are some thoughts, you know, here, here are some visions, here are some, some ideas of things that I think we can do. Um, here are some ways that I think, you know, this would be great or this service would be fantastic. And, and, you know, it's kind of my role and responsibility to sit and filter through those and then, you know, kind of move the team in that direction. Um, and, and like I said previously, you know, sometimes that means saying, I think it's a fantastic idea, but I think it should be on the long-term issues list because when we're thinking about our goals and um, for, you know, for those of you who are familiar with EOS, when I'm looking at the VTO or the Vision Traction Organizer, um, does this meet the the what we have defined as the roles that we want to take on, the goals that we want to take on for the next year. And if it doesn't, let's put it on a list where we can remember it, but we can compartmentalize it and kind of keep it in a box. And let's focus on the things that we really need to make sure that we're accomplishing to reach our goals for this year. And then it's kind of, you know, taking that and and corralling the team and, and getting them on the same page, making sure that no one forgets what what our goals are and what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, you know, and, uh, it, you know, it's so easy to have, you know, a good idea, but then it, you know, but then you don't necessarily have the bandwidth or the leadership team doesn't necessarily have the bandwidth to make that happen this quarter. So, yeah, like you said, put it on the long term issues list, to, you know, potential idea for the future. Um, bec you know, you know, I, I've also found just like as as a like as an advice piece, like, you know, one question is if, you know, you have visionaries just coming up with one idea after another and if if there's a difficulty in like you feel like you've said no so many times or like not yet so many times so one uh you know one one thing i've found to say is like it's like okay well you know maybe we could do this maybe we could do this now but you know which of these you know which of these existing priorities and like list off a few of them mm -hmm. should we be giving up on you know to, to make to make room in the bandwidth because we you know we just don't have people can't do everything Exactly. I was like, so very, very true. If we say yes to this. What are we saying no to? And just to kind of put it that way. But uh, yep. if you if you didn't have 
an integrator, like if you weren't there at, at your company, and a lot of companies have a visionary but no integrator, or they have the visionary kind of trying to take on the integrator role in addition to their visionary role and, you know, with mixed results. So what does that, you know, what does that look like from your experience, like without an integrator? If you weren't there or if another, you know, if a generic integrator wasn't there, what is that, what happens, what happens in an organization? Yeah. So I, you know, one thing for me, just to clarify really quickly, is I do consider myself one of the luckiest integrators in the world because my visionary is also high integrator. Uh And so a lot of the issues that um, some integrators have, I don't tend to have. Um, But I can tell you in my previous role, some of the things that I witnessed that looking back on it, it was clear um, what was happening and why there were struggles is a lack of communication between the visionary and the integrator. Um, and, and just not, not making it clear that, Hey, this is my role versus your role Mm -hmm. and making sure that you don't, um, cross into each other's lanes, that you actually stay within uh, your roles and responsibilities. Um, and then I also think like, you know, sometimes when, when you have a visionary integrator, that's not working well together, um, it could, there's a lot of pain points. Maybe the visionaries, um, going straight to the team and, and confusing them, you know, they, they kind of come in and they have all these fantastic ideas. And so they really want to talk about them and share and, you know, and then they walk out of the room and the whole team's going, are, are we doing that? Like, I'm not, they're, they're so confused because they're, they're not sure if that was a direction or if that was just, you know, thoughts. Um, and so it can create confusion um, amongst the team of, of not only sometimes some teams, they think, they think it is direction. And so they drop the previous thing and they start working on this new thing. But then the visionary comes in two or three days later with another new great idea. (laughs) And so the team is like, okay, I think that was another direction. And so they, they drop what they were doing again and they start working on that new idea. And so what an integrator is really, really great at doing is, is kind of bringing that visionary together and saying, okay, let's talk about your ideas together. And you know, what I do, is I keep a notebook that has all of the the thoughts in them. Mm-hmm. And what I've recognized is when, when something gets brought up more than once, then that is something we actually like, we really need to talk through. Right. What do we need to do to move forward? Do we put it on a long-term issues list where it can be seen that, hey, this is something we're going to work on. We're just not going to work on it right now. Or is this something that we need to start working on and progressing um, right now? So that's a, that's a great way that I do that. But I think a lot of times, people like I said previously we were just always stepping on each other's toes Mm -hmm. and and we were working really against each other more than we were together and it was just creating confusion and havoc with the team where they didn't know who to listen to they they were always constantly thinking well I don't know if I should do this because a day or two later it may change Mm -hmm. and and I'm gonna have to work on something completely different so it can really cause a lot of confusion um, on from from team members and not knowing what to do or when to do it or what are the priorities and so having that integrator be that filter and helping those things are really really helpful right well it's so true I mean uh, you know when when you don't really have any integrator much less you know somebody that's having conflict then uh, you know then you have you have that without, you know, without any, without anything to mitigate it, you know, in terms of, uh, in terms of you could have a visionary who's, <clears throat> who is, uh, 
you know, who is, you know, like you said, coming up with these great new ideas and, you know, maybe there's some push for like a month or a few weeks or whatever. And then, or a few days, you know, <laughs> and then it just, you know, like you said, it gets abandoned when the next new idea comes or they just lose steam and, and stop focusing on it at all. Um, yeah. Even if it's not necessarily replaced by something. Um, so yeah, I mean, the integrator, you know, and, and I'm definitely, you know, natural integrator as well is, uh, you know, is there to, keep kind of like the staying power with the idea the practicality of it and you know keep it going yeah. to the end um that's so true because usually your visionary will come in and they're like i have this great idea and they drop it on you and then they walk away and sometimes they forget wait a minute they had five great ideas yesterday and the team's trying to work through those and they they just don't have the capacity to continue you know doing these great ideas every other day and so it can it can really be confusing and and team members do walk away going i don't know if i'm supposed to do this or not right Right, right. It creates, a, it creates, a, it can create a, you know, a morale issue, a, you know, a feeling of like of being like in a yo-yo, and eventually kind of giving up because you feel like, well, we're not, we're not going to really get any traction on anything because it's, you know, everything, everything is like brought up and abandoned. But yeah. Yep. Very true. But um, so yeah, so you know, while you know, I want to make sure we have time for this. I, I, I want to speak about uh, the uh, the Integrator Mastery Forum. From you know, and last year's uh, uh, you know conference of companies running on EOS, tell tell me tell me about those. Is kind of following up. I want to make sure everybody hears kind of the story that that you talked about. Then how that led you to to found FIM Female Integrator Mastermind. Yeah, so I was really lucky um, that I got to go to Mark Winter's very first Integrator Mastery Forum. BCR Wealth has an amazing core value of growth through knowledge and service. So whenever mm -hmm. we have opportunities to learn, we definitely take advantage of them. And um, especially since I was so new into the integrator role, I was really just um, you know drinking the Kool Aid, like my implementer loves to say. Ken Dewitt is absolutely amazing, <laughs> and he's always you're you're drinking in the Kool Aid. You you take in everything you possibly can about EOS and about the integrator role and so he was like you have to go to this and oh, so just, I signed and up and I went people out there Mark, Mark Winters is the is the co-author with Gina Wickman of of, of yep. Rocket Fuel that you know that, that Christy mentioned a minute ago and um, or a few minutes ago and it's you know kind of like the book that really focuses on the magic of that uh, the, of, the, of, of, of a great visionary integrator relationship so you know, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. So go ahead with what you're saying about the mastery forum. Yeah. So I was able to go to that and, you know, having 50 integrators in a room together was just powerful and dynamic, um, especially being so new to the integrator role at that point in time. It was really just, it was just amazing to sit and listen to all of the, the different points of view and, and the different things that people were going through. And there was two things I learned is, um, you know, first of all, again, being in that room full of people, I'd read this book that told me that there are other people out there just like me mm -hmm. but being in the room full of of other people that really true were like-minded and had the same issues and had the same concerns it really did validate to me that um, you know this role was definitely something that I was meant to do mm -hmm. and that I'm not some kind of weirdo because there are definitely a room full of people here that are just the same right. um, and so I really felt um, that sense of community with them and and appreciated being um, surrounded by people who who were thinking the same way that I did. Um, 
And then I did have the opportunity. I've been to all three of the EOS conferences. Um, and, you know, the sense of community that you get when you're involved in the EOS um, world is just really powerful. Um, the people that um, are typically involved um, with EOS, they're so giving and they share. And, you know, we're really just just want to help each other, help each other grow personally, professionally, um, and help each other's companies. So it's it's a really it's a really interesting and just really great community to be a part of. That's awesome. And and and, so, and tell me tell me about the the aspect of of how you know of, of what aspects of that led you to led you to want to found FIM. Yeah, so I, I really just needed that sense of community. Um, and again, being so new in the integrator role, I was just so hungry for more information. Um, and so what I, what I, being part of both the Integrator Mastery Forum and the EOS Conference, I realized I really do want that community um, on a on a consistent basis, not just you know once a year when the EOS Conference is is getting together, mm -hmm. um, and and I'm able to be part of that. So I um, I got together with um, an amazing implementer, Jill Young, is just simply phenomenal, sure. and shared with her, hey, I have this thought. And, you know, I'm not sure, is there a group out there that's like this? Because I'd really like to join something. And she said, no, it's not out there, but I think you should create it. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we got together with about five women. And I just said, you know, I think, I think it would be amazing if we could just be in a group chat just sharing with each other, whether it's, you know, a celebration because something amazing happened, or if it's, hey, I'm going through this issue and I, you know, how have other integrators solved it? Um, and, and we did that for about a year and a half and it was, it was really powerful. Um, you know, these women were, we were all helping each but other but why, and just kind of- female integrator mastermind, not just integrator mastermind? Yeah, so that's a great question. You know, I've I've always been surrounded by a lot of male integrators. And so, you know, in the state of Alabama at the time, um, I was the only female integrator. Wow. And when I went to the Integrator Mastery mm -hmm. Forum, there, you know, there was a, a group of 50 and there was like four or five of us that were women. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I realized is you know, this, this group of people are definitely like-minded and we're all trying to solve the same situations. We have the same uh, mindset. We are definitely, you know, we're the same type of person, but I felt there were a few times where I had a slightly different perspective or that I would have solved the issue with a slightly different approach. And what I found is when I started talking to the women, we all actually had very similar um, perspectives mm -hmm. and, and opinions. And so just making sure that um, when I, when I reached out to my community, community, I had lots of men that I could reach out to and ask, but being able to reach out to a group of women and saying, hey, I, I want to make sure like I hear the loudest voice in the room who is saying this, but I'm, I'm feeling just slightly different. And, and this is kind of my, my thought process, or this is my perspective of things and allowing those women to have a voice was, was really important um, for me and for them, you know, to be able to say, Hey, you know, we do have a slightly different perspective, not right, not wrong, just slightly different. Mm -hmm. And so making sure that we had a voice where we could, we could make sure that um, we were being heard as well. Right. So you feel like maybe if you were in a, a group of, if you're in a group of men and women, probably you're going to have 80, 90% men. And then maybe that perspective might, might just get drowned out or might not, not get the opportunity to really be considered. I guess, is that kind of what I'm hearing? 
Yeah, you know, just, um, you know, the, the, the people who were who were talking the most were the ones that um, were being heard. They had just a slightly different opinion. And so I just wanted to pre- present an opportunity for for those of us um, that had a different perspective to, to share that with each other and, and be able to have our voices heard with the, within our community. Right. And what about the uh, and what about the summit last month? Like, what, why did you decide to put that together? Oh, yeah. So so we kind of developed FEM from, um, you know, a group chat into, um, it's kind of gone in, in a couple of different phases. So we started with a group chat and then we, we started having monthly, what we call learning workshops. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, we have opportunities, um, once a month for 90 minutes for implementers to come in and share with us some type of subject. So whether it's about accountability or the visionary integrator relationship gets brought up a few times, there's a subject that we're talking about. And so we bring in an implementer who's passionate about that particular subject and they really share with us how we can sharpen and hone our skills in that particular subject. Um, and then once once a quarter, we also have um, a 90-minute meeting where it's just the, the integrators, the members of this group that are talking to each other mm-hmm. and helping each other answer questions about certain things that we have. And then from there, it kind of developed into, well, this is fantastic. We have a group chat. We have these learning workshops. But you know, is there an opportunity for us to get together in person? Because at the EOS conference and at the Integrator Mastery Forum, we started to realize the power of actually being present with each other and face to face. And so um, this is actually our second annual conference. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we had the first one was in 2018. And it was in Nashville. It was really, really great. Oh, and then this nice. one was in Dallas. Yeah. Um, and this one was in Dallas. And, uh, you know, I, I knew when we talked about the speakers that we had, you know, Jill Young, amazing implementer, mm-hmm. fantastic um, speaker, we Kelly Knight, EOS Worldwide's um, integrator, you know, sharing her story and information about, you know, her top takeaways from being an integrator. And we had Mary Pat Knight, um, who's an amazing um, emotional intelligence coach, mm-hmm. um, coming in and talking about leading um, without fear. Um, just those three speakers alone, I was like, man, this is going to be a really dynamic um, summit. I'm, I, I know I'm myself. I'm going to, you know, learn so much, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what these women have to say. And that doesn't even include the the ten breakout sessions that we had, um, that were all, you know, very powerful and dynamic in themselves. Um, so I knew it was going to be something really, really special. Um, but I don't think I ever expected what actually happened and uh, the sense of community that we had with each other, the empowerment, the supporting, um, you know, just really helping each other um, in a small community was absolutely more than I could have ever expected. Um, two women shared with us that the the summit was life changing for them. Oh, how so? Just, just all the information and the validation of some of the things that that they heard that you know they kind of been feeling certain ways, but then for for people to really confirm that you know the feelings that they have are valid and what they're going through is is normal mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes is 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 definitely very powerful. And so these women, we all learned from each other, um, and I I love it. Even today, I'm seeing women still connecting with each other and talking about hey you know, what did, what did this session talk about? you know, what were your, what were your takeaways? What did you learn from this? And, and just sharing with each other so that we can help each other get better again, both, both personally and professionally, but also helping our companies move forward. Right. 
Well, I mean, that is great to hear. And, you know, and, and I think that uh, I want to I want to wrap it up now. But, I, you know, but I know that I know that people are going to really get a lot out of, first of all, understanding better what, what an integrator is and what, what you know, what what place that, you know, that, what place that has in, a, in an organization and, and really the power of, of having a good integrator and an integrator that's well matched with uh, with a visionary. Um, as well as really the power and validation of, you know, of, of some of these tools and places that you can go to, like Female oh. Integrator Mastermind, which you can connect online or now in person. Um, and that just uh, sounds really awesome. And I'm glad to, glad to talk with you again. And, uh, and I appreciate you sharing everything you did with, uh, with everybody out there. Well, thank you, Ben, for having me. I've really enjoyed being here and talking and, you know, would love to connect with anybody in the community um, that has more questions. So definitely feel free to um, find me on LinkedIn or, or email me or however you, you have the way to, to connect with me. I, I, I love those opportunities to talk to people. Well, you heard, you heard it here. Reach out to, reach out to Christy. She is open <laughs> and welcome to, uh, you know, to giving and helping and, and, and networking. So that's great. And, and again, thank you for coming out. And, uh, and I appreciate, appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Okay, have a great day. See everybody else on the other side. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.